0: To another episode of the chair softer show your weekly airsoft podcast where i interview other airsofters in the community talk about airsoft related matters and all their stories within the community today i'm going to try something a little bit different and i'm flying solo over the last couple of weeks uh, there's been a few things that come up that have piqued my interest a little bit so first off i'm going to start off with my as i'm calling it news ish section So some of this information has been out for a couple of days now, but it's stuff that's genuinely grabbed my interest in the uh, airsoft community. So the first thing I want to talk about is the LCT AK electric blowback system. Now, I own an LCT AK already. They're cracking rifles. They're really well made, um, absolutely solid. I've had it for about four or five years now. It's not let me down. It's been serviced regularly, everything um i'm hoping that they're going to do an aftermarket version of the cbb system but i'll wait and see what's happening i think i heard something about it but i can't remember um from iwa but my concern here you've got tm now releasing the ak variants so they started with the ak47 and now In the last couple of days said they're doing the AK-74MN NEG as well. So they're doing a next generation version of this AK-74 with the recall system in. Now, have LCT come too late to the party? Personally, I'm not so sure that they have. You, You see, all these airsoft retailers are all manufacturers, I should say, not retailers. They all bring something unique to the party. i fired a bolt. Uh, recoil system M4 alongside my own personal TM416 recoil shock. Now they're very different systems. The way they handle and the way it feels is completely different. Um, Obviously you're going to get some people going. Oh yeah, gas blowback gas blowback every day of the week. But the electric blowback system appeals to more airsofters. Not a lot of people I've found. Particularly reading the uh community groups like the low capacity magazines a lot of them seem to want to be able to run their high caps a lot of the time personally doesn't bother me i've got gas blowback guns as well um i love them they're great fun Uh, and especially if you're on a battle sim or a mil sim it's a little bit more realistic having those real cap magazines you know your 30 your 40 rounds even the mid caps with the tms for example they're only 80 rounds per mag on mid cap so personally uh, I'll be interested to see what happens with the OCTAK EVB system uh, might get one don't know yet there's a lot of things on the list I'm looking at you mr. henna trying to sell me all this stuff that you've got in stock at combat UK um, <laughs> that I can't afford at all but yeah I'm interested to see this one I'm gonna be following this and I can't wait to see them hitting the UK market uh, another gun I'm looking forward to that I'm still waiting on a release date on is the silverback MDR now this is a bullpup design a lot of people I've spoken to aren't looking forward to it simply because of the fact that it's a bullpup, but I like them it's a cracking looking rifle and the silverback quality is second to none if, if you've ever held one of their SRS, it feels like a real rifle. Um I'm really excited to see that thing hitting the market. As soon as I know a date I'm gonna try and let you guys know because I want to see people using these things, they're cracking build, they're, they're really high quality, it's a really unique design and I've I think this thing having seen it at IWA and what they're gonna put into it, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. I really am excited for that one. Uh, Right, news, other things, Evike have opened a new store Evike, this company just seems to be so massive I think you could probably combine half of the retailers in the UK and they wouldn't match Evike so it's really good to see an airsoft company uh, stateside particularly um, moving forward it's something I'd like to see more of in the UK but I'll be interested, I, I don't really think we've got the market over here compared to in the States. Um, now, whether or not that's something that I've just misinterpreted, I don't know, but you've also got a, a large number of small retailers uh, from what I've seen around the country. You know, you look at the of Nation map where you've got the retailers, there's loads of them, but they're all relatively small and they all stock limited stock. Now, is this... This, this will be interesting to watch is this something that's going to change with the impending Brexit there we go, we've brought politics into airsoft, <laughs> the one thing I said I'd never do but is it going to be harder for these guys to get the stock in um, are we going to see the likes of Evite coming to import to the UK a bit more, if so are they going to be conforming to the UK laws um, but awesome news, great to see the guys have opened another store in Texas, uh, and I'm really looking forward to following the progress of it. Um, that's really the two main stories that have peaked my news. Oh, one thing I came across the other day—it's um, Strikeforce CQB in Gloucester. I'm going to name the site here because this was a specific uh, site that was mentioned in the topic I was discussing. Now. I've played here once a little while back this was probably coming up to two years ago now and it was a, it was a good day don't get me wrong there was um, a couple of niggles uh, they didn't tell us that we couldn't use barracks, so my friend Ryan ended up setting fire to the site within about two minutes of game on um, luckily that was all dealt with appropriately and it didn't cause any damage it was just a bit of the net in court uh, with the thermo going off next to it but Apparently they've now started allowing full auto in the CQB site. Really? Sorry guys, that's... (laughs) Every other site you go to, even with single shot, you end up with overkill sometimes. That's just asking for trouble with having full auto in the CQB site. Now, somebody who I've known on and off for a couple of years, a guy called Matt Glover, he stated to me, oh, it's limited to a one-second burst. You've got HPA builds that are firing out 50, 60 rounds per second sometimes. Is this not just asking for trouble? This is just asking for problems, having this allowed on there? Now, there's sites in the Midlands. You've got, I, I can think of two in particular. You've got Draclo Tunnels, and you've got Bravo 1. I've I've played at Draclo Tunnels. Uh, awesome day. Awesome day of airsoft. Now, Drake Glow specifically, apparently it happens at Bravo 1 as well. Hopefully we'll have Will on in the next couple of weeks so we can interrogate him more about the quirks of Bravo. But Drake Glow allows a double tap in the rules. That is a rule. You do two shots, you give them the opportunity, and then you put another two down if they don't hit, or you, or whatever. Um, we'd like to give airsofters the benefit of the doubt at the end of the day that they are taking their hits and that sometimes you don't necessarily feel it. Um, I've particularly had (laughs) that before happen where uh, the guy was absolutely solid about it. He said, it was my fault, I shot you where your smoke was and you couldn't hear it, you couldn't feel it because it was noisy and etc. And it was dealt with. So you've got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, But, you know... Full auto is just excessive. Even f- i mean yeah, okay, you're gonna get hit by five or six at most CQB so it's the double tap rule worked perfectly. You do two, you wait, you do another two, and we had literally zero issues all day that day. Um but yeah, full auto and a CQB, why? What what need is there for it? Am I missing the point here guys? get in touch with me if you think I am uh, you've got me on Instagram and Facebook under the Chess softer show so if I'm missing the point here just tell me You know, try and explain it in a way that you can try and convince me because I think this is a wrong way to be going uh, I'm thinking in particular of a video that was uploaded a little while back of I believe it was Hollywood, the airsoft site where this team was literally just going with high rate of fire HPA builds and literally just putting effectively mag dumping into people, it looked like. It was just the the sheer amount of BBs they were putting into people even after they've called the hits. You know, it's just asking for people to get hurt and more importantly for people to get pissed off with sites. You know, if if they get hacked off they're gonna leave a bad review of your site as well, guys. So <laughs> yeah, if if I am missing something, let me know. Um been an interesting debate to have off air um between the two of us. Now, uh spare parts shopping. This is something that I've seen cropping up recently, more and more, within the airsoft community pages. Um now yeah, I've looked on the airsoft DB and stuff, you can get some spares but not all of them. But then you see questions asking for the most obscure... I saw one the other day. Um, It was literally just a picture of a part. You don't know what it is, there wasn't a description. And they said, where can I find one of these? And people were going, could we have a little bit more information? Now, if something in your gun breaks personally, even if you want to fix it yourself, I don't see a problem with going down to your local retailer going, hey, this came out here. Here's the part. Can can you go and point me in the right direction? Can you guys order this part for me? You know, you want to help your local businesses out as well, help your retailers out so I can keep those open. But, you know, just uploading a picture, it doesn't help anyone. Um, and you're not going to necessarily get the answer that you wanted. Uh, it's, it's unreal. It's beggars belief that you think that people can identify stuff magically. Yes, there are some that can... Um, there are some that can name parts off the top of their heads. These tend to be the sort of the the more popular gun techs, shall we say, the the more well known gun techs in the UK. Who've worked on everything and anything that there is. But a lot of people, especially on the community pages, unless they see it, they're not going to know. Unless these gun techs see it, they're not going to know what the part is. How are we supposed to be helping if we can't? sort of help you help others to help you if that makes sense in my opinion Um, yes you are going to get the odd knowledgeable guy that knows almost anything and everything about them but they're few and far between which leads me on to my next topic which is the airsoft communications side of thing Um, you've got a lot you've got a very fantastically run airsoft comms UK page which answers all of the airsoft questions now the most knowledgeable guy i know in this field in the uk is a guy called tim jacobs now tim's come, un- come under a lot of fire in recent years quite wrongly in my opinion because because of his knowledge i think people are scared of how much he knows in it in to some extent because he literally if you, if you want to ask a question about radio communications with an airsoft he's your guy if you know, there's not much he doesn't know and if he doesn't know he'll find out for you he's he's absolutely superb and this airsoft uk page he is quite active on to say the least now there was one the other day i saw where a guy basically asked a question about radio comms and uh, the question was relating to various different aspects of it, and then he didn't like the answer, so he basically admitted that he was going to continue illegally operating his radios on 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 a public forum. Now this is going to damage us more than anything. Uh, we need to be making sure that with everything we do, we are above we or sort of, we are in line with the law. We're not above the law. We're, we're airsofters, you know. Airsoft doesn't exactly have the best rapport with the members of the public um, or particularly with politicians who want to see this thing banned to some extent Um, UCAPU fought very very hard to ensure that we effectively continued as normal with the PCA Uh, was it last year? or the year before it was was in the last couple of years I believe it was 2017 excuse me, off the top of my head um, but, I mean, we don't want to be falling foul of any laws within the UK. We need to make sure we are self con- self-policing self effectively as well. So if we see people doing things wrong, we're educating them. And we accept that help from the people that may be pointing out something. Even if you think you're in the right, at the end of the day, there's always going to be people that know stuff that you don't. So, rather than effectively kicking off on the forums, we need to be helping each other here. Um, but yeah, SFComs UK, that's your place to go. Uh, it's something that I've used a little bit. It's more for the Battle Sims and the Meal Sims. You see these people turn up on game days with it. But, you know, you're in and out of being in, in game. During the game day, anyway, so half the time you're not using your comms, and then by the time you get there, the intel's changed anyway. So, really and truthfully, the battle sims and the mill sims are, in my opinion, more appropriate for the comm side of things. But if you want any information about this, um, there, there's your place to go. I'm going to keep plugging it Airsoftcoms UK. It's a fantastic group, and they will literally point you in the right direction of whatever you need to know. Now, the weather. It's been rather warm the last few weeks. Airsofting is a very, very active hobby, sport, whatever you'd like to call it, as we all know. Now, one thing I've seen a fair bit since I've been playing is players aren't looking after themselves in the summer. Now, we actually had an incident a couple of years back where one of the lads that we were playing with nearly went to hospital because he was so dehydrated in the warm weather. And this was in April, from memory. It was April or October. It was still warm, anyway. And, um, basically, we were on the verge of calling an ambulance out to him. He was that dehydrated. Now... I run light rigs all year round, regardless. I I literally wear a shirt, trousers, and I've got Viper Spec Ops chest rigs. I know Carlo's going to hate me for that when he hears that because he hates Viper. But they're fantastic products for what they are. For the money you pay as well, it's 30 quid and you've got a chest rig where you've got four mag pouches, radio pouch, etc, etc. That that does me. That's that's all I need. Um, I will be looking at plate carriers maybe for the winter months. But, at the end of the day, you've got to think about what the weather is for your loadout. Now, if it's hot, you want to have a hydration pouch, perhaps. Now, again, another reason I like the Viper Spec Ops chest rigs. uh, I'm going to be adding one onto mine, personally, soon as well. You can attach backpacks to them. Uh, Some of the Viper backpacks do actually attach to the chest rig. So, I'm going to have one of them put a hydration pouch in it. And now do mean now for skirmishes it's not as much of an issue because you're in and out of the safe zone every hour perhaps at the most so you you've always got access to water or food or whatever but your battle sims and your meal sims you don't necessarily go back to your fob for a couple of hours at a time now as it's hot as well you need to be keeping hydrated which is is it's important, you've got to look after yourself, otherwise your body starts letting you down, you start letting your team down, and then the effects spiral. And sun cream as well, that's another thing, sunburn as well. I suffer from getting burnt, I'm guilty of it as much as anyone, as barely a game goes by, because I think, well, I'm going to sweat it out anyway, so what's the point? But you've got these sun creams now that are once a day, haven't you? I've I've been using them recently, and they've been fairly successful. Uh, with getting protected in the warmer weather in the sunnier weather so really and truthfully you've got to start looking after yourself uh, to help each other out as well you know if you see someone flagging in the game speak to them, say to them look buddy you alright, do you need something to drink is your blood sugar low, whatever because it's, <laughs> you've got to be looking out for everyone, especially if you're on a sim or a sim, you need to start looking at what people are doing uh, battle sims and meal sims funnily enough uh, a subject that I'm going to be hopefully discussing on the show within the next couple of weeks so I'm looking forward to that one and will hopefully have some more tips and tricks for you guys but you know water food and thinking about the equipment you're wearing as well if it's hot wear something lighter um, that's why I run these lightweight loadouts because I get warm, I sweat a lot, I'm a big guy. So I want to make sure that I'm looking after myself uh, so I can continue playing a part in the game, be it a, at a skirmish or a battle sim or a mill sim. Um, but yeah, look after yourself, guys. It's, it's hot weather. Um, now heavyweight bbs this is something that's been coming up recently as well what do people use my advice is test them people at sites have bbs i've got hot shots at the moment which i've been using with a great degree of success they're available from skirm shop um They're they're fantastic BBs, a lot of the feedback we've been getting as well has been very positive on them, people saying that they don't need to clean their guns as often as other brands, perhaps, Uh, and they're they're fully bio as well, they're certified as biodegradable BBs, despite what anyone tells you, the government certificates are available uh, from, I believe they were qualified in the Netherlands, under the European laws, but let's be honest, we're still part of the EU for now, so it's still going to be relevant, and if they're certified by one government, surely there's not much difference anyway between one and the other. But yeah, it's it's um, hotshots. They're they're great BBs. I'm I'm going to plug them now because they're awesome. Uh, I used other brands of three twos and three sixes. These ones, these hotshots, are ever so slightly better the consistency of the full of shot you know I wasn't getting as much variation coming out of the barrel the feedback I had from one guy Joe who's hopefully listening hey Joe if you are um he he also stated that he wasn't having to aim off like he was with another brand. I'm not gonna name the brands, but another brand he was having he was having to aim off slightly now with the hot shots. It was flying much truer. So if you if you if you want some decent heavyweight BBs here, guys, get in touch. I'll put you in touch with the right place to go, and we can get you some just to try out. If more than anything else, you know, a bottles, the bottles are probably about the same as what you're going to pay anyway for anything uh, heavyweight BB-wise. So we can we can hook you up. We can sort you out. Um, but yeah. Speaking of Joe as well. The, the the last thing I wanted to discuss really this week. Is the Airsoft Operators box. Now I'm actually currently waiting for. The next Airsoft Operators box to come out. And they, they've been cracking so far. We've had TS Blades. We've had Pyro. We've had. Uh, even things like batteries and chem lights that you never have enough of at games especially when you're in the dark as well with chem lights you know that th- th- it's always fun to start launching green sticks down sight and see how many people try and shoot them out the sky <laughs> um, but these guys need your help now the boxes they're £40 a month if you use the code CHS after 5 you can get 5% off your first one. Um, but this service is only going to continue with your guys' help. So, we, episode 6, I believe it was, we had Joe on the show and Brett as well. And they spoke about the Airsoft Operators boxes. Every month I throw up a, either photos or a video on Facebook or Instagram. Of what's in the box, which has become sort of the the running joke for Joe. What we tend to do is ask him what's in the box. So, guys, get in touch with them, have a look at what's in there, get involved. It's it's a cracking bit of kit for forty quid. You know, the 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 box costs if you bought it at retail would always exceed what you're actually paying. So you're getting decent kit, decent BBs as well as some other stuff you didn't necessarily know you needed but you love uh we've had ts blades in there as i said we've had new pro patches uh, pouches sorry uh, you get you get coffee or tea as well now you can never have enough tea or coffee um i survive on coffee at work so get involved get in touch with them on the airsoft operators box site and um yeah get help the guys out, help them provide a cracking service to the community. Uh, their numbers are doing good as well, which is good to hear. They're constantly growing and developing, and there's some exciting new things in the pipeline in the future for them. So it's it's worth, it's worth it, guys. It's, it's, it's 40 quid. I know not everyone can afford that. They do raffles as well, so if you get onto their Instagram, you can get involved with the raffles as well when they come up. Uh, It's a nice short episode tonight, guys. I just wanted to discuss a few little topics here, there, and everywhere. Normal service will be resumed next week. Um, Now, as usual, you can get in touch with me on Facebook or Instagram, uh, under the Show on both. Don't forget to subscribe to the show as well. Uh, If you have any guest ideas as well, let me know. Um, I'm always open to ideas, if people were offering something different to the Airsoft community, then I'm happy. Uh, Also, leave some feedback on the show, let me know what you thought of the solo format. It's a short one tonight, because I just wanted to try the format out. Uh, And I'll see you guys next week. Take care, take your hits, look after each other, see you next time.